In our reading this week, we saw a scenario where Job was complaining to God about his situation, and his complaints came from a place where he thought he knew who God was. Maybe he did have a rough idea about who God was, and he felt like he could ask him questions and, and, and see, you know, what did he say, challenge him in, in a sense. But then when God finally spoke and God directed questions to Job, Job realized that he did not know who God was. And he even said it in Job chapter 40. Job responds and says, Then Job replied to the Lord, I am nothing. How could I ever find the answers? I'll cover my mouth with my hand. I have said too much already. I have nothing else to say. And then in Job chapter 42, verse 5, he says, I only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. So we see Job in a state of repentance and a state of humility where he realizes who God really is and that he is not in a position to challenge or ask God any questions, just to stay in a position of humble worship. And interestingly, we come and see, I believe, a similar posture with a man called Moses when we look at his story. And the Lord comes to him and gives him the directive to go and be the one to lead his people Israel out of Egypt. And Moses' response is, Lord, I can't do it. And in a sense, just like Job, he's now challenging God in the same kind of way. And then God says to him, who is the one that made your mouth? Why can't you speak for me? And he continues to challenge the Lord. But eventually, he still has to follow because the Lord gave him the command. But then as we go along and see his life and as we'll read and see his interaction with the Lord unfold, the more we'll see that the more he knows about God is the more that he starts to give in to understanding the greatness of who God is and seeing his frailty and and just devoting himself to God. The more he comes to understand who God is, the more he devotes himself to God in, in humility. So in seeing these two men and this example, I believe there's a lesson for us in the fact that the more we know about God is the more we will realize who we are in comparison to who God is. And this, I believe, should cause us to worship in spirit and in truth more sincerely, essentially. The Bible says in Romans that because of the flesh, we are hostile to God. And our initial response without knowing who God is might be one of hostility and of challenge. Lord, why did you do that? Why couldn't you have done it this way? And we, we, we ask these questions and challenge God in a way where we think we know better. But then the more we seek him out and the more we learn about who he is, is the more we will realize who we are in comparison to who he is and realize how great he is and how loving he is even, even so. God says in his word, if you search for me with all your heart and soul, you will find me. He says this in Deuteronomy 4, verse 29b. And again in Jeremiah 29, 13, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And then one of my favorite verses in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So the little reflection today is that an encouragement is that we would sincerely seek him out, sincerely seek him, sincerely seek to know him more. The more we read his word, 
the more we speak to Christian friends and those who we can bounce our thoughts off about God's word with, you know, wise counsel. The more we learn about who God is, is the more that we will find him and he will reward us with knowing who he is so that we can worship him in spirit and in truth. Lord, I give you thanks for your loving kindness to us. I pray, Lord, that we will take these words to heart and we will look for you and seek you in every aspect of our lives so that we can believe you more and more and more and we can be obedient to you when we realize that we are only servants. We are only we are only your creation who you created for a purpose, not for our purposes, but to fulfill your purpose. And that is where true happiness will be found. That is where true purpose will be found. And you will be glorified among all. Help us to expand your kingdom in this same kind of light. We give you thanks. Continue to guide us through this reading of your word. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Blessings and love.